Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, the number one industrial-related podcast in the universe, and it's backed up by David. All data-driven, because we're going to have a conversation on data. But we are building a platform that is dedicated to industrial professionals all around the world. You are bold. You are brave. You dare greatly. You solve problems. You make the world a better place. Why not celebrate you on this platform? Absolutely. And we are broadcasting from Hexagon Live here in Las Vegas. And uh, i got to tell you, I'm impressed. I'm absolutely impressed. There's a lot of individuals. I think there's around 3,500-plus professionals who are absolutely focused on solving problems and collaborating and doing things that are pretty spectacular. Dil Rogers in the house. He's with 21 Tech. We're going to have a conversation all around what they're doing, so let's get cracking. Hey, Scott. Glad to be here. <laughs> Glad to see you again. When was the last time we ch- uh, ch- chatted? I think it was a year, year and a half ago. A little bit more. Not. Two years? Yeah, because it was uh, back at Inform. That was in... Uh, no, what, what, when did, did we do one in... Uh, we was it in was at Inform. Yeah, yeah, New Orleans. Yeah. Jeez. You haven't changed. You just look as good as ever. <laughs> that yeah. Margarita gave you sort of a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for the listeners out there, give us a little background. Um, well, 21 Tech is um, asset management services company. And what we do is we figure out certain verticals that we think are really ripe for an ROI on their assets, uh, public sector, transit, uh, public works, right. large that. asset, large-scale asset intensive, oil and gas, utilities, power generation. And what we do is we try to go in and, and really be thought leaders in that space, get people from those domains to um, help analyze the business problems, the business processes, see how we can make that a lot better with an asset management solution. So it's not just about coming in and giving them a, a maintenance management system, which is what happens a lot of the times. It's just something to manage there, there, to help them with the maintenance, but it's really to improve their asset maturity, which means bringing in IEM standards, bringing in um, um, data in a big way, and doing predictive maintenance, running algorithms for them to where they can actually understand what parts of their vehicles or their or their equipment is having problems based on analysis with their peer groups around the country and around the world. Do you find, it, it, because when you start talking, it, it, it could be quite macro, it, it, because you're not, just, you're not just deploying a system and saying, okay, you got that asset, we're going to be doing this, and there it is. It's a more macro or holistic view of the business on optimizing it to a certain extent. How do you prevent... Uh, the, the client from just getting overwhelmed because it could be overwhelming, right? Yeah, you're right on the nose on that. And actually, thanks for saying it. it's got to be a macro view because one of the things we've noticed is a lot of asset management solutions are not very holistic in their viewpoints. They go in and say, here's a technical need you have. It's, a, it's, it's maintaining this equipment. We'll put that in. And they walk away and everyone's kind of happy. It's working. But they really haven't help the client with their pain points and haven't helped the client mature yeah. and get an ROI. So really our 
21 Tech's focus is to understand an ecosystem of what all the client pain points are. EAM is one of those pain points. It's not the only one. It's not the, we don't go in and turn the wrenches and leave. So we look at their entire ecosystem, whether it is, you know, for example, in transit, whether it's the transit vehicles or whether it's the customers that are using it or whether it's the turnstiles uh. or whether it's the rail, what are their pain points? And for each area, what are the products that they need? Now, EAM fits a, a, an area, but there may be something else that a client needs, which we can create an ecosystem of. And that's where Hexagon is so great, because they have other products like Ecosys, like uh, SIG, that geospatial, that can really help the client's other pain points. So if we look at the client holistically, say, here are all the areas in each of these lanes that we've created for you that you need assistance on, and here are the products that can help you. They truly appreciate that. It's much more than just EM. It's a little bit more consumable in a sense of, you know, the bites because it could be overwhelming. Now, from that point of view, you're saying, okay, here we go. Pain, 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 pain. Solution, solution, solution. Is it, can I just say, <clears throat> this pain is really a problem. Yeah, that's a pain, and, and, but let's look at this pain and then yeah. be able to incrementally begin to Absolutely. take that, that whole holistic view, but then be able to take chunks and say, let's, let's start addressing those. Absolutely. So one of the first things we do when we meet with a client, and this is critical, is part of our methodology is to go in and say, meet with the executives and do a roadmap analysis, right? We say, where do you want to be in five years or ten years? We'll be here for a year or two and we'll be gone. But where do you want to be? And they talk about where they want to be with their growth, with their maturity, with their ability to respond. And we say, well, usually they overcommit. And we say, well, in order to do that, here are all the processes you need to have in place. Here are all the things you need to do. And they go, whoa, 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 we're not going to be able to do all that. So then they get realistic and say, okay, in five years we want to be here. And then we say, let's lay out the roadmap to get there. This asset management piece is one step. Here are the other things you need to do after we're gone. Here's the way you're going to evolve into that. So what we don't want to leave them at is they just plateau after we leave. We want to leave them with the most critical need that they have fixed, but then all those incremental needs, they have a way to continuously evolve. And part of our methodology is come back every six months after we're done, just to check in with them, look at where they're going, tweak their processes, help them get there. So it's a really long relationship with them, and it really allows bringing in those ecosystem of products as they need them. We talk about processes, and then you come in every, or you start visiting them every six months and tweaking the process. It, it, does the process include sort of the business processes, the maintenance processes, the systems processes? What, what, what do you mean by that? The business processes is one of the big ones that we do up front, um, but then really what for them to handle their maturity there are there are a new evolution of looking at things for example they've got all this data they've collected right what do they do with that data that's the problem a lot of our clients are having they're saying everybody everybody right and it's going to get worse it's with artificial intelligence and machine learning and crazy llms and so they're like we've you've helped us put in place. We've got all these clicks. We're collecting all this data. We're still running crystal reports. So that's not really very evolved. <laughs> yeah. So that's where we come in and say, what's your next step? How do we get you to really look at the data? And so we look at this data service to them as almost three steps. The first one is help them collate and collect clean data. Customers' data is notoriously unclean and dirty just by the process. I can honestly that. say 
that it is probably 100% unclean. Yeah. <laughs> and you can understand, right? It's, yeah. it's historical data. It's, 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 a, it's not really structured. No. So unclean data. So helping them figure out how to get clean, original, collected data. Then the second step is, how do you do governance around it? What are the processes to do governance? Uh. And then the third, third step is, how do you manage all of this now? What's the managed services around it? Yeah. So those are the three just on data after you put in an EM solution. That's an evolution that we're talking about, right? So that takes them to another level. <laughs> do, you get, do you get people rolling their eyes? Actually, you know data? what? Customers, if you bring up data and you say, we can help you, they get so excited. Because, do they really? Yeah. Oh, they're no. like, it's the biggest pain point for them right now. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely is. I agree with you 100%. So that's data. And then they're super excited about, you know, um, IoT and AI and what oh, is yeah. that going to do for us and how can we use that and, and how do we really get sophisticated with our predictive maintenance. So bringing in those tools, bringing in the customers, uh, the, cl- the partners that we have that can do a lot of AI stuff that we may not be specialized in, but bring them in at the right points really helps evolve the customer. We, you touched on AI. I got the IoT. I got all that stuff. What's your, what's your feeling on AI? And where it's going in the in industry? Oh, I think I think we're at the very very beginning, the little teardrop of this hockey stick of yeah. evolution yeah. around machine learning and around artificial intelligence. That we are right in the beginning. So what we see now with ChatGPT, GPT and Bard and the other things that we're blown away by is nothing compared to what's going to happen when we start building applications on it, and when these LLMs really start doing natural language processing and take our voice and start doing things, it's going to blow us away, the, the kind of evolution that we're going to have in this, which is the main reason why we keep saying it's data, data, data. Once we do the asset management, we collect this really clean data to serve it up, there is a million ways to evolve that with AI. You said LL, LLM? Yeah, large, large language models. Large language, for clarification for listeners out there what that uh, meant. I see it, it's interesting because I don't, I don't see there's that human component that, that I always wrestle with. And all of this stuff is all great, but there has to still be that human component, not just from the perspective of the C-suite, but, but the individuals that are in the trenches and get the job done. And, and it, this all sort of enables them to do their job better, right? Yeah. Greater insights, all of that stuff. That's, that's a really great point. You know, historically, one of the problems we've had with putting in really complicated technical solutions is not the technology. It's the user adoption. It is. And, and getting users to like the system and to accept that it can make them better at their job takes a while because it first has to get over their suspicions. It has to, we follow, in 21 Tech, we follow something called the ADCAR methodology for change management. A-D-K-A-R, which stands for, I'm, I'm going to put myself on the spot now, but awareness. Start with creating an awareness of what's going to happen. Then create a desire. Then help them with their knowledge, which is the K, which oh, is yeah. really doing it shoulder-by-shoulder shoulder configuration with them, helping them learn that. And then they get to acceptance and, and then recognition of what they've done and reliability, right? So if we don't take them through that process, we're going to have people who are... Um, quite confused and quite afraid. And it's, it's a lot of technology. So 
So we've got to get them to accept this and realize it's actually going to make them so much more evolved in their Do you job. think that, because I, I agree with you 100%, because you, you have, it's, it's challenging to get people to adopt a, a solution, but if they don't like it, try to get them back over to say, hey, you like it, that's a hard, yeah. hard sell. Yeah. And you're going to constantly have individuals that are like, yeah, that's not right. The worst thing we can do is do change management after we've implemented the solution. That is a very heavy lift. It's <laughs> just massive because, and, and it happens all the time. It happens all the time. Usually uh, clients go, we'll just do this internally. They're not really experienced with it. And then when it rolls out, then opinions are set. We hate this because it's a different, we haven't created that desire. We haven't created that knowledge. Yeah. So it's all fear at this point. Do, and and, and I, I digress because whenever I used to uh, deploy systems, I would always start just with uh, the the today's process. Tell me what today's process as is. Just yeah. let's map it out. And I would always map it out in such a simple way and get all of the people in the room going, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and, oh, that's a problem, right? They'll, they'll point out problems with that dialogue yeah. and with that facilitation. Then you overlay that 2B. It's like, okay, now let's figure this. And this is where the system fits in. And then you have them. But everybody's a part of that whole process of really defining the processes going forward. Yeah. Getting, getting them to lean in and talk yes. about it is critical. Also, you know, when you have a mechanic that says, well, I've always done it this way and it works for me. Asking him, well, where are your pain points? He's like, well, I've got to fill out all this stuff and there's all this paperwork I have to do. Bingo. And we say, well, imagine if you had a, a, a mobile device that just you press one button and fills it out for you and checks it off for you. And then we're creating that curiosity and that awareness in them, right? And they're like, oh, you mean it's not going to track me? It's not going to do this? And we, we, we take care of their fears and make them feel good about it. That's building the 2B also because yeah. we're not going to get to the 2B in theory if these guys don't accept it. So You never will. And, 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 and it is. It's, it's always a human equation. Yeah. It just is. The technology, like you said, is the technology. And, and, it's, and, that, and it's powerful. Don't get me wrong. And there's a lot of incredible thinking in there. So with that said, so we've got, we've got a, you painted this great picture. And I, and I like that that view, that customer-centric view, because you want them to succeed. You don't want to just not, I mean, that just makes no sense. You want them to succeed. Yeah. And, and one of the reasons why 21Tech's chosen its path is because we didn't want to be a mile wide and an inch deep with our customers, where we understand the product really well, but we don't really understand their pain points. Oh, yeah. Because if you do that, then you're going in with a hammer on everything, right? And saying, hey, this this is the solution we know. Yeah. You're not understanding the nuances of, of public works or of transit or of oil and gas or supply chain, which we have to do. You go into supply chain and say, how is your inventory optimization? And they go, oh my gosh, he understands our problems. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's their pain point. Yeah. But you wouldn't do that if you went to a pharma company or something like that. So you really have to understand the client and their pain points to be able to have them trust you and say, yeah, we want to open up our business processes to you and, and help you clarify those. The other thing that I think 21Tech does that we've learned uh, is we've built up a library of accelerators, and these are little point solutions. So for everything that has to be done again and again and again with different clients, we've made the solution, we've reconfigured it using the Hexagon product. So when we go to them and say, 
you need to do um, your cycle counts for your entire inventory. We've built the whole process where they have to count every item in their inventory across these huge warehouses. If we build a process for them, they're like, you mean I don't have to give you the requirements and design it? And we're like, no, it's all done. So the more of these accelerators we can put in for them, mm. the more all they have to do is just tweak it and, and, and say, we're slightly different over here. It's, it's almost like chat GPT, but from an accelerator <laughs> perspective, and you just sort of tweak whatever is the result. <laughs> That's such a great insight. I'm going to use that. <laughs> That's a great like, line. You do the chat GPT and you go, hey, that's close, but if I change this and this, now it's spot on. It's perfect, right? Yeah. <laughs> spot on. That's what we found with customers. They're like, you mean, I'm, you're not going to come with a pencil and paper and ask me yeah. what my requirements are, and if I miss one, you go, gotcha, here's a change request. Yeah, I like that. That's not at all the way we want to operate, right? We want to show them. And this has been built by their peers. So the other thing 21 Tech's doing is we're creating something with Hexagon called an EM-minded virtual community. So anyone who's interested, who's got the product, who's interested in learning from others, they're going into, we're calling it, I think it's 21tech-emminded.com, where they go in and they, they meet their peers. They say, hey, I'm having a problem on this. Uh, now, they don't need Hexagon to respond. They don't need 21tech to respond. New York MTA asks a question that Orange County Transit says, hey, we had that problem. This is how we resolved it, you know? They're exchanging data. They're learning from each other. Yeah. And it's a very organic growth over there. Yeah. See, and, and I, I do like that. I always, I always preach education, collaboration, and then innovation. And you, I don't think you have all the answers. So that is just, exactly. and if you accept the fact that you have no, not all the answers, you just, that means I have to collaborate. And then, and then the ability to collaborate with individuals that uh, been there, done that, Exactly. That and, and it compresses the time. You might be spinning your wheels over here, but it would be <laughs> like me getting on a doggone messaging. Hey, I've got this problem right here. And then they solve it. It's like, thank you very much. Done. Exactly. And I move on with my life. Exactly. You know, it makes complete sense. What is getting you excited about the Hexagon and a lot of the innovation and the technology out there? So Hexagon does something that is, is, is pretty amazing. They take very specific problems and they go deep. It's a very scientific, nerdy, yeah. brilliant company in going super deep and solving issues. And what EM has done is it's added this layer of enterprise software, which Hexagon typically goes very deep and, and to the point. And now they've got an enterprise solution as a layer over that. So that combination of going deep and having enterprise is kind of a perfect scenario which is very yeah. rare with most companies. You're right about it, because when I uh, remember people talking about it, you're always wondering why there's this acquisition, what's the play, what's the angle, what, what are they going to get from yeah. this, and what, what about the other side? And, and there are a lot of companies that just acquire, and they, they don't have clear vision into what that looks like. So kudos to those folks at, uh, definitely at Hexagon. All right, we've got to wrap it up, because you're always spectacular. <laughs> How do they get a hold of you? This was so great. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. How, awesome. if, if somebody says, I want to get a hold of you, how oh, do um, Do you want me to say Yeah, that? absolutely. Just whatever. 21tech.com. Boom. Yeah. There it is. Reach out. Go out to 21tech.com. However, he's going to have all the, I'm going to have all the contact information for him out on Industrial Talk as long as you're on LinkedIn too, right? Absolutely. There it is, man. Reach out to him. You're not going to be disappointed. All right. Once again, we're broadcasting from Hexagon Live. Las Vegas, Nevada is the location. Put this on your calendar for next year because 
it's, it's pretty cool. Got a lot of really great technology out there. All right, we're going to wrap it up on the other side. Stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, and thank you for your continued support of a platform that is dedicated to industrial professionals all around the world. You need this celebration because you're changing lives and you're changing the world as we speak. Dilraj was the interviewee. 21 Tech is the company, and uh, go out to Industrial Talk. Go out to Industrial Talk and reach out to Dilraj. You will not be disappointed. He never disappoints. That's what that did. He's amazing. And they're very passionate about asset management. All right. As you can tell, we were on site. Hexagon Live in Las Vegas, Nevada. And just as a point of encouragement, you need to slice out some of your schedule for next year. You will not be disappointed. They talk about innovation. Yes. And they talk about sustainability. Yes. And they talk about asset management and everything in between. It's amazing. It was an amazing event. So, you know, I I, I wholeheartedly just say you need to do it. All right. Be bold. Be brave. Dare greatly. Hang out with Dil Raji and you're going to change the world. We're going to have another great conversation coming from Hexagon Live shortly. So stay tuned.